Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. And as the puck heads down ice into the Washington zone, that is going to do it. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Philadelphia. The Capitals take the Flyers out back of the woodshed and tune them up. Final score, 9-2. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The Capitals crush the Flyers to move closer to a playoff spot. The most goals in 14 years in a complete effort. And get out the big suitcase. The longest road trip of the season is up next. Good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday, April 13th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. Presented by Clear, the faster way in a Capital One arena. It was a laugher last night in the finale at home before a five-game road trip. The Capitals scored their most goals in 14 years, downing the Philadelphia Flyers 9-2. The Capitals have now won four in a row for the first time since November, have outscored the competition in that span 23-10, but no win in recent memory came as easy as this, Benny, as the Caps showed no let-up against lesser competition. No, and maybe the most encouraging sign here as well, John. They took advantage of a vulnerable Philadelphia Flyers bunch. They didn't get caught up in this being a trap game. There was no letdown. They were coming off big wins. The Capitals were over Tampa Bay, Pittsburgh, Boston, all playoff-bound teams, of course, in the Eastern Conference. And you have Philadelphia lower down in the standings, and boy, did the Capitals give it to them. It was a get-well game offensively. Goals were coming in bunches. It was contagious. You had guys who hadn't scored in a while, finding the back of the net, smiles all around, and uh, a big win for the Capitals now to head into the road trip with even more momentum. Yes, winners of four in a row. Well done from them on home ice. So much good stuff, you almost don't know where to start on a morning like this. How about the Alex Ovechkin hit parade? That continues. His 46th goal of the season, coming off of a bad Carter Hart rebound. That started the onslaught. He now, with 776 goals, 25 away from catching Gordie Howe. And he needs just four, of course, to once again reach 50. Yeah, 50 is a great milestone at age 36. It would be the first 36-year-old in league history. He'd be the oldest player, in other words, in NHL history to hit the 50-goal plateau with tie-in with Gretzky and Bossy, the most in NHL history. But just speaks to, again, Alex Ovechkin continuing to get it done in this season in his 17th NHL campaign. 50 goals, we'll be talking about it a whole lot. Maybe it comes up on this road trip, but uh, good on Ovechkin to be eyeing another round number, another milestone, and good for him to, to get the ball rolling last night at home. How about Martin Ferravari's night? He scored a terrific first period goal, could have had more, has three goals in his last four, and now one of the best goal-scoring seasons by a rookie defenseman in Caps history. Yeah, and I like the, the individual move that he put on. He looked like a goal scorer down there in the offensive zone last night. Defensive breakdown from Philadelphia had some nice moves. Ferravari did, took advantage of an opening, and yes, three in his last four games, and up to eight overall in the season. The most goals by a Capitals rookie defenseman since Ken Klee also had eight in the 95-96 campaign so good on Farivari to uh, continue to find the back of the net. 
What a night this was for guys to get well last night. Lars Eller, goals in two in a row. He now with three in his last two games. TJ Oshie broke a nine-game goal drought. Connor Sherry scored for the first time in ten games. Good game in the confidence department, especially when you have so many other guys involved. How about 16 different players with points last night? Nine of those had multi-point games, and it was only the fifth time in franchise history, fifth time it ever happened for the Capitals, that they had 16 skaters come up with at least a point. The last time they did it was against a team that is no longer, the Atlanta Thrashers on January 9th, 2010. Yeah, just a, a whole lot of scoring depth last night, a whole lot of guys getting well. The one, to me, the, the biggest storyline among that group, and you, and you can have this debate, it's a good problem to have talking about which player maybe benefited the most from the offensive outburst. I look at these past two games, John, with Lars Eller. We've spoken at length about how it's been an inconsistent season for him. Again, dealing with different line mates, dealing with the two stints on the COVID list and COVID protocol. It's been a difficult season for Lars Eller, but here he is the past few games playing in a top six role, playing with Mantha and Tom Wilson as his wings, and that trio has seemingly found some chemistry. They've worked well together, and good on Lars Eller. If he can keep this up, maybe not two points a game, but if he can keep producing, keep contributing positively, this bodes well down the stretch. Get him feeling good going into the postseason. And I think the two-goal performance from Eller following a two-point night the other day against Boston, it's an encouraging sign here moving forward. After the game, our Ken Sabarin chatted about the win with assistant coach Scott Arneal, who dropped some baby news as well for Matt Irwin and Nick Jensen. Well, Scott, a good game. Obviously, you come out three hard games against teams that you needed to win, and now you got their fourth game in a row you've won. But more importantly, no letdown here coming to Philadelphia Flyers and low in the standings, but you guys played a 60-minute game. Yeah, these are those trap games where you can maybe take your opponent too lightly and you know not put your best foot forward. But I thought we had a really good first period, and Pete mentioned it to the team, and the team, they were, they were talking about it as well from this morning until tonight about getting ready. We still know what's on the line with Pittsburgh trying to catch them, so we were really, it was more about how we were going to play and how we were going to execute than what Philly was really going to be up to. Well, and you look at you get nine goals, and that's great and everything, but a lot of guys get healthy. Some guys needed some confidence. Lars Eller seems to be turning it around right now. Other guys getting their first goals with the team. Nice to see Matt Irwin get a goal. I know the bench was pretty happy about that, but a good game for guys to get healthy offensively. Yeah, I know it was great. Matty uh, just, had a, just had a baby last night there, so that's even more special. So you're not only getting the first one, but getting that one for the baby is awfully nice. And uh, Nick Jensen, they had a baby yesterday as well. So lots of stuff going on. Larson getting his first goal. Just a lot of good things that happen. And, yeah, you know what? It's nice to see that get spread out amongst our group. It's a tight group, and, uh, you know, just to see everybody chip in. And, and it's one of those games you can relax a little bit. You know, obviously, as the score got a little bit higher, but it's nice to see some good things happen to good people. Yeah, and you look at it here. Now you can embark on your biggest road trip of the year, you know, Canada to out west. I mean, it's got to be a good way. You're winning four games in a row, first time in a while, playing some good hockey, heading out for a, a tough road trip. Yeah, I mean, it's every other night from here to the end of the season, you know, other than the back-to-back -back with the Islanders and Rangers. So it's uh, it's pretty easy to stay focused, and we're going to face some tough teams, some teams that are, you know, some near Toronto, Colorado, Vegas, and, you know, some teams that got a lot to play for. So we've been good on the road, and we're just going to have to make sure that we go out there, take care of the, you know, the business that we need to take care of, and hopefully, like I mentioned, we keep uh, uh, going up in the standings. All right, thanks for this. We'll see you on the road. All right, thanks, Kenny. 
All right, so let's get to the math portion of the program. With the win last night alone, the Capitals reduced their magic number of clinching a playoff spot down to just six. Pittsburgh went to a shootout last night. They got a point, but they lost to the Islanders 5-4. to four. So this is a glass half-full, half-empty situation this morning. Half-full, Penguins only get one, so the Capitals are now just three points back of third place with two games in hand, 95-92. to 92. Last half empty, an Islander win doesn't reduce the magic number any further. So six points that the Capitals get or the Islanders do not get, that is what will clinch the playoff spot, something that in all likelihood will happen on this five-game road trip. Yeah, inching closer to the 14th playoff berth in the last 15 years. And look, it's one thing to clinch a playoff berth. Once you're in there, may as well work your way up the standings. Try to anyways. Again, applying some backside pressure, able to gain points last night with the win, combined with a regulation loss from the Boston Bruins. And yes, a shootout defeat as well from the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Capitals now within three points of both Pittsburgh for third in the Metro and Boston, don't forget the Bruins, for the first wild card spots. The opportunity here still for some upward mobility. Bruins last night end up falling to St. Louis by a 4-2 final. You know, normally you'd say you're going on the road for seven to the last nine. That'd be an issue as you're trying to move up in the standings. But the Caps have 22 wins on the road this year. They've won five straight on the road as they interplay in Toronto tomorrow. In all likelihood, that playoff spot being clinched. But this team's not going to seemingly have any issue playing away from home. No, they've been very good on the road all season. Five straight on the road entering this road trip. Best road record in the Eastern Conference this year. You know, you ask the fellas we have over the past few weeks what's contributed to that road success. I think there's an understanding of veteran group. They've been good on the road for a few years. They sort of know you go on the road, you take care of business. It's a business trip. You could have your fun on your days off. But they go on the road and sans distractions and all united and the team hotel, team bonding, team meals, etc. They seem to be a group that very much uh, takes advantage of, of some of what the road presents them. And uh, it's translated to plenty of on-ice success over the past couple of years. So we'll see if they can keep that going. First off, north of the border where we know the big man, Alex Ovechkin. He loves playing on those stages. Toronto, Montreal. It's been a while. It's been a couple of years since they played up in those buildings. So I'm sure they'll be pretty amped up. Toronto boy and Tom Wilson as well typically plays well there. Looking forward to uh, to seeing him take on the Maple Leafs coming up tomorrow. Caps and Leafs tomorrow at 7. Television again after a four-game break is back on NBC Sports Washington with Joe and Craig Radio Side. We're on 980 AM. We strongly recommend CapsRadio247.com for the best quality audio. Ben, have yourself a Papa John's Wednesday, will you? Five or more goals, Papa John's Wednesday, John. Happy Wednesday. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.